everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Becoming Less, an Edmontonian journey to less waste, less impact, less consumption, and less clutter. Becoming Less is brought to you by Waste Free Edmonton and is dedicated to waste reduction efforts here in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. This is part three of a six-part series about the R's of sustainability. If you missed parts one and two, head over to becominglesspod.podbean.com where you can find all the episodes and many other ways to follow along on the journey. The R's of sustainability are a tool to remember and rethink about what we consume. Most of us are very familiar with the original three, reduce, reuse, recycle. As I've mentioned in the previous two episodes of the series, I just don't feel like this quite covers it. So in my version, there's six, refuse and reduce, which we've already talked about, reuse, repair, recycle, and rot. These R's of sustainability are in the order they are in because it is the order in which they should be considered. As we've already discussed refuse and reduce, that means that part three and the third step is what today's episode is about, and that's reuse. But I don't want to spend this whole episode talking about reusable items that everyone already knows about, mostly because I don't want you to go out and buy a bunch of new stuff just because you think it's helping the environment, when really, eh, it may or may not but we'll talk about that. Let's talk about it in a different way. Let's talk about how to reuse, ways to reuse, what is reusable. There are some things that we don't really think of as reusable because we already reuse them over and over again before it was cool. These are things like cars, appliances, clothing, electronics, dishes, furniture. These things have always been reusable. So when we think about those, the reusability of them that should be taken into consideration is how reusable are they? How long are they going to last before they have to be replaced? Uh, we want to talk about the longevity, the quality of the item. You want to pick something that's going to last a long time, uh, hold up to wear and tear, that's going to not be made out of cheap materials that are full of toxins and byproducts and all the gross stuff. So you can think of things like fast fashion. If you don't know what fast fashion is, it's the idea of clothes becoming cheaper and cheaper and cheaper and therefore a less valuable to us so we don't take as good of care of them uh, because oh well I can just go out and buy another five dollar t-shirt I don't care. Second, they're not very good quality so they fall apart really quickly therefore you need to replace them more often and it keeps you coming back for more, 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 more. Another example of this is an LED light bulb versus an incandescent light bulb. Well, I mean, the manufacturing of an LED bulb might be a little bit more intense. It will far outlast its incandescent cousin. The other thing we can think about is when we do need something new, we can get something new to us, get used items. There are so many places that you can find used things. Uh, you can talk to your friends, see if maybe they have something that they're not using. You can go on places like Craigslist and Kijiji. You can go to thrift stores. You can do clothing swaps with your friends. If you like getting new clothes regularly, clothing swaps are a great idea because you can interact with your friends socially while getting new stuff, getting rid of some of your old stuff without any of it going to the landfill. Another point I'd like to make about when it comes to reusing is to plan ahead. Uh, so things like parties. Parties are full of garbage. Think of how often you see a kid's party that is all themed, and so you gotta get the 
frozen plates and the frozen tablecloths and the frozen banners and the frozen crowns and whatever. I'm just using frozen as an example. <laughs> whatever. I don't even know what's cool right now. But <laughs> if you can plan ahead, you can ask people to bring dishes to contribute in case you don't have enough for everybody to use. But reusable dishes. Do you really need a tablecloth? Do you really need a bunch of tiny crappy toys that the kids will only use that day and then they'll end up broken in your lawn while they're playing outside? You can bake a cake instead of buying one because a bot cake usually comes in a plastic tray with a plastic lid that ends up getting hopefully recycled but possibly thrown out. Napkins. Napkins are something that we can easily all have cloth napkins that are reusable. Planning ahead also includes things like making your reusable items that you have handy. So things like your grocery bags, your coffee mug, those sorts of things. Make a kit. Make a kit, leave it in the car. Make a kit, leave it in your purse. Things that you know, like, oh, if you go to a restaurant, I have a collapsible container that I keep in my backpack, which I take with me most places. And so if I happen to go to a restaurant, I have a collapsible container with me for any leftovers that I might get, which I usually do because meals are huge and we don't waste that food either. So if you can bring your reusable container with you to a restaurant, but it's always easier to do that if you plan ahead. The biggest problem that people tend to have is that it's inconvenient. I don't have time for this. It's not convenient to have to remember my bags. So that's what I'm saying. If you plan ahead and make it convenient for you, you can overcome this obstacle. Part of that is that our schedules are always so full. So you can go back a step and reduce your scheduling so that you have a little bit of time to just kind of chill and maybe think about these kinds of things. Time to plan ahead. The convenience factor of disposable plastics makes things cheaper because they can travel farther. But now not only are you including this disposable packaging, but it's traveling farther, which is creating the use for more fossil fuels to be used to get it to you. I've seen peeled oranges in a plastic container because apparently nature's container wasn't good enough. <laughs> How hard is it to peel an orange, really? So let's get back to those mainstream, really common reusable items. We're talking grocery bags, reusable water bottles, coffee mugs, these things are becoming more mainstream. And that's awesome. I love to see it. More and more things are becoming common. I remember when I first started working 15 years ago and the five cent fee for the plastic bags went in. I thought this was a great idea. People lost their minds. They're like, why can't I get my free plastic bag? But now it's so common for people to be going into a grocery store carrying their own bags. It's normal. No one looks at you funny. I remember a few years ago when I started carrying a container with me to restaurants, every single waitress would be like, oh, I've never seen that before. Interesting. And it's changed a little from, oh, that's weird, to, hey, that's cool. And now some of them don't even blink an eye. It is becoming more normal. Now, the trick there is to beware of trendy. So when I'm thinking trendy, Let's use straws as an example. So here in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, and I'm pretty sure the entire country, we're supposedly going single-use plastic-free by 2021. 
Granted, COVID might push that back a bit, but we're still aiming for that as a country. So straws will no longer be available because they are single use, throw them out. I have seen a lot of businesses in Edmonton transfer already to paper straws, and they want to get ahead of the game, but they don't want to get rid of that convenience factor. Paper straws are better, but they're still throwaway items. So now you're seeing the reasonable straw boom. Disposable straws are going away. Let's jump on this market opportunity and start selling reusable straws. Reusable straws will appease those people who don't want to lose that convenience. Just like the five cent fee for the bags that made people lose their minds, people are going to lose their minds because where's my free plastic straw? Businesses are keen on this and they are trying to make you think you need a straw. So they are selling you a reusable straw, but where did you buy your reusable straws even five years ago? Well, the answer probably is you didn't because you don't really feel like you need one, but recently you can find them everywhere because they are trying to make you feel like you need one. Oh, you won't be able to get your plastic straw when you go to a restaurant anymore. You need to buy a reusable straw. Now, if you get a stainless steel reusable straw, the energy put into that straw versus the energy put into a single plastic disposable straw is 149 times. That means that you have to use that straw 149 times before the embedded energy and CO2 emissions counteract those of the plastic ones that you are supposedly saving. And most of those reusable straws don't come in singles. So now that four pack that you bought, you have to use those straws 596 times before they're more sustainable. If you do need opt for used, I don't know if it's easy to find a used reusable straw at this point, but if you can find one, usually the greenest option is the one that already exists. Maybe you know someone who got way too many and can lose a few. <laughs> so ask around, see if you can find a used reusable straw if you feel like you really need one. Most of us don't. I understand some of us do. Reusable straws in restaurants, that I get. Those straws in a restaurant are gonna be used way more than 149 times each. So that's probably the better option there. Kind of a lot of money up front, but in long term, it'll be the better option. Maybe there's some reusables that you've never really thought of, such as handkerchiefs, diapers, cloth pads, or a diva cup. If you don't know what a diva cup is and you're a girl, look it up. If you're a boy, you don't need it anyway. So don't worry about it. Now, these might be getting into that ick factor. Honestly, there are bodies. Get over it. We all do it. We all need to blow our nose. We all have that time of the month. We all, I mean, not all of us, but a lot of us end up having babies and they poop and they need to put that poop somewhere. So diapers and so many diapers and pads are in the landfill from decades ago. They're still there. Think of how many times, if you have a baby, think of how many diapers you go through. How big would that mountain of diapers that you have thrown away be? Now multiply that by the amount of babies that you have ever interacted with in your life 
and then multiply that by the amount that you've never seen before. That's a lot of diapers. So if you can get reusable diapers, do it because it is a way more sustainable option. Diapers are also a great thing to find used because babies get bigger and then they don't fit in their diapers anymore and they get potty trained and they don't use diapers anymore. And so most of the time, those reusable cloth diapers don't reach the end of their life before the baby outgrows them. There are many other things that you can find reusable. Hopefully that's kind of made you rethink the whole reuse step of the R's of sustainability. I would love to hear all the ways you reuse in your daily lives too. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at becominglesspod. Or you can find all the ways to contact us on becominglesspod.podbean.com where you can also listen to all the other episodes, subscribe, or even donate to support Waste Free Edmonton. Thank you all so much for listening. Every day, we can be a little less than we were yesterday. Bye-bye.